Welcome back, MTN Giants podcast. So today, we're going to do a Giants stat predictions video for the offensive players. Pretty much the main guys. I did not include guys like Cole Beasley or Jamison Crowder. The one I didn't include that I'm still kind of iffy on, and Wondell Robinson too, I didn't put him in there. Because I do think ultimately the Giants are going to play the long game with him. Don't rush him back, obviously, off the ACL. The one guy that I really am confused about is Sterling Shepard. Like... Is he really going to have a role with this team? Is he going to stay healthy? Or did they bring him back as more of like a, a player coach type guy? Someone that is a, a great locker room guy, longest tenured giant, very likable. Or did they bring him back to actually help on the football field? I don't know. So I did not include Sterling Shepard, but I could see a world where he has a decent role with this team if he's healthy. So I'll just clarify that off the top. But I do have guys like Jalen Hyatt, Isaiah Hodgins. Slayton, Campbell, Saquon, Jones, Waller, all those guys. So I hope you guys enjoy the video. Leave in the comments your stat predictions for the Giants offense, and let's get into it. And also to clarify this, because sometimes I get some comments on videos, like my general NFL videos, and people are like, hey, where's the Giants content? So I will be reacting to every game. That's not going to change. I love reacting to games. It's like one of the most fun parts of being a content creator. It's kind of like talk therapy. You have your thoughts. You want to get them out there. Just get them out. So I'll definitely be doing that. Game previews for the Giants, I'm not sure about. It's pretty time consuming. And I do want to spend, you know, during the week trying to work on like general NFL content. But definitely the game reactions will still be there. Of course, if big news happens, I will talk about that. So that's pretty much it. But knowing me, things could change. Who the hell knows? But right now, that's kind of where my thoughts are at. Of course, leave a like and subscribe. So... Daniel Jones, 2022, played in 16 games, was rested the last week of the season like some other guys were. 67 completion percentage, 3,200 passing yards, 15 touchdowns passing, and five interceptions. I believe he ran in like seven more touchdowns. In 2023, this is like a take that I feel very good about. Of course, in August, football season, we're all making these wild-ass predictions. This one I feel pretty good about. I think when it comes to Daniel Jones... We are definitely not going to see the same rushing output that we saw last year. Last season, Daniel Jones rushed for 708 yards on 120 attempts and seven rushing touchdowns. That's great, of course, but I don't see Daniel Jones having that type of rushing output this year. I do think last year, the Giants offense, you know, talent-wise, was not that great. It was pretty much scheme-reliant. It was Saquon-reliant. The final month or so, it was Daniel Jones-reliant slash scheme-reliant. So now after getting some more weapons, Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, re-signing the guys they liked, um, you don't have a need to have these Daniel Jones designed running plays. Those can turn into, oh, we have Darren Waller, let's give him the ball. So I don't see Daniel Jones having the 700 plus rushing yards. It'd be great, right? He can do it. But I don't think it's as it's not a necessity like it was last year. So therefore, I'm going to bump up his passing numbers. So I do feel good about that take. So my stat prediction for Daniel Jones in 2023 is a 65 completion percentage that drops down two points because I do think the Giants want to be more vertical this year. Of course, the Jalen Hyatt pick speaks loudly to that. Of course, you know, teams can say what they want, but their actions do speak louder. And when you take a guy like Jalen Hyatt, who is a prototypical field stretcher, that's what you want to do probably. So Jalen Hyatt comes in. I assume the Giants want to push the ball down the field more. That may take away some of the easier layup type throws from Daniel Jones. That might bump his completion percentage down just a bit. 
but 65 completion percentage is very good, so I'm, I'm fine with that. I have him down for 3,500 passing yards, about 300 more than last year. As I said, I do think they passed the ball a bit more this year. 22 passing touchdowns. So last year he had 22 total touchdowns. This year I'm expecting 22 passing touchdowns. I'll give him eight interceptions. He had five last year. As I just said, I do think they'll be pushing the ball more vertically downfield. That does put the ball in harm's way for more interceptions. So, of course, I'll bump up Daniel Jones's picks by just a few more. 550 rushing yards, still very good. Like, that's definitely, like, you know, top 10 in terms of quarterbacks. So that's completely fine. 550 rushing yards and six rushing touchdowns. That's one that... Who the hell knows? Rushing touchdowns for anybody, whether it's a quarterback, running back, we don't know. So I'll just guess six rushing touchdowns. That'll give us 28 total touchdowns for Daniel Jones and a 22 to 8 touchdown to interception ratio. These aren't like $40 million per year numbers, but it's better than it was the year prior. And if he plays like this, I think we'll all be pretty content. I'm not going to be like super happy with that based on what we're paying him. But I do think those numbers are good enough. Now, of course, he can exceed that if we get a full season of Waller, if Jalen Hyatt is great right away. Daniel Jones can exceed these numbers, but I'm trying to be like as reasonable as possible here. So that's my stat prediction for Jones. If he does that, I think it's fine. He'll have the Giants in a good spot. And now on to Saquon Barkley. So in 2022, Barkley had almost 300 attempts rushing. It was 295. 1,312 rushing yards, 10 rushing touchdowns, 57 receptions for 338 yards, and no receiving touchdowns. So I think with the Giants presumably passing the ball more this year, I'm going to bump Saquon's rushing yards down a bit. I'll give him 1,150 rushing yards with nine rushing touchdowns, 60 receptions, because I do think they'll pass more once again. So I bump him up in receptions a bit. So I bump him up in receptions just a bit. 400 receiving yards, that's you know more than last year, and one receiving touchdown, which is more than last year. So I do think Saquon's receiving output is a bit better than it was last year. But I do think rushing-wise, he drops a bit. So I think overall, he'll probably have the same type of year he had last year. Of course, with Saquon, he's had some injuries. You want to avoid that. But I'm kind of like, when I made these projections, I'm assuming these guys are playing most of the season. Like, is it likely that Saquon, Darren Waller, and Paris Campbell all make it every single game? Probably not. But I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, Darren Waller's going to play nine games. Like, I don't want to be that asshole. So anyway... That's my Saquon prediction. On to Darren Waller. In 2022, he played in nine games. Wow, that was a coincidence. 28 receptions, 388 yards, 14, 13.9 yards per receptions, and, and three total touchdowns. So Darren Waller, in my opinion, assuming he plays most games, is going to lead this team in targets, which I don't think is that common for a tight end. Of course, with the Chiefs, with Kelsey, you'll see that, but... I'm trying to think, like, for the most part, I don't think many teams have that. So I'm, I'm sure there's some examples I'm forgetting, of course, but I could see, like, Kyle Pitts with the Falcons, maybe, but Drake London's good, too. I don't know. Anyway, I do think Waller, given the construction of this Giants roster on offense, I do think Waller has the best chance to lead this team in targets. I gave him 75 receptions, 850 receiving yards, and seven receiving touchdowns. So, like, that's a pretty good year. 
And like for fantasy football purposes, I'm big on Darren Waller this year. Like I do want to get him and at least, you know, I have like four teams this year. I'd like to have him on at least two, but this is not even like vintage Darren Waller. Waller in 2020, the COVID season had 107 catches, almost 1200 receiving yards and nine receiving touchdowns. This would be his best season, you know, probably since, well, yeah, since 2020, but the last two seasons, of course, he has not been healthy. Um, if he can go out there this year and put up these type of numbers, I think we'll all be pretty happy. The Giants only gave up the third round pick, the late third round pick. Um, is it compensatory pick? Is that the word I'm looking for? That might be it. I feel like that's not it, but maybe. I don't know. But anyway, late third round pick for Darren Wilder, the uh, Kadarius Tony pick. So, yeah, if we get those type of numbers, 850 yards, seven touchdowns, I think we'd all be pretty thrilled with that. So if he can do that, I'd be very happy with those numbers. Darius Slayton, possibly the wide receiver one for this Giants team, played 16 games last year. Didn't play that much in the beginning. He definitely came on in the second half way more. You know, there were some uh, rumors around this time last year that maybe Darius Slayton does not make the team, but of course he did, and they made the right decision there, obviously. Uh, 46 receptions, 724 yards last year, and two receiving touchdowns. So for 2023, I think Slayton's probably going to play the most snaps of any wide receiver. If I had to guess, I could be wrong once again, but if I had to guess, I think Slayton gets the highest percentage of snaps for any Giants wide receiver. I gave him 54 receptions, 816 yards, and four touchdowns. So I'll bump him up just a little in every category as compared to last year. So receptions-wise, I bumped him up by eight. Receiving yards-wise, just a little under 100, and I gave him twice as many touchdowns with four as compared to two last year. So I can see Slayton having that type of season. I would love to see him reach 1,000 yards. I don't know if it'll happen. Like He does make big plays, but... With Darren Waller being here, I just think they'll kind of divide that up a bit. I don't see Slayton being like super dominant in targets and getting like 130, 140. I don't see that happening, but eh, who knows? Um, Paris Campbell, 2022, played 17 games somehow, 63 catches, 623 yards, was 0.1 away from 10 yards per reception. That sucks. But three receiving touchdowns on the year. So my prediction for Paris Campbell, who I do think at least to open the year is going to have a pretty nice sized role, especially with Wondell Robinson, probably out. I don't think he'll play week one. Who knows? Once again, we'll find out. But I have Paris Campbell down for 48 receptions, 458 yards, and three touchdowns. He's not the biggest touchdown guy, but I could see Campbell having like three, four plays this year where it's like a big yards after catch type play. That would be awesome. We need some guy like that, and hopefully Paris Campbell can be on the field for, you know, at least like 12 games. Give us 12 games. Come on. So 12 games, hopefully, at least of Paris Campbell, make a handful of big plays, and we're happy. So I gave him 48 catches, 458 yards, three receiving touchdowns. Isaiah Hodgins, 2022, was signed in like November or something like that, maybe October, I forget. 37 receptions, 392 yards, and four touchdowns. And he was good last year of like, on those plays where Daniel Jones was running a bootleg and kind of had nowhere to go, Isaiah Hodgins was that guy in the end zone finding space and catching touchdowns. So they do have like some chemistry like that, which was good to see. Um, I do have some concerns. Now, maybe I'm reading too much into preseason, but Isaiah Hodgins was like the one noticeable receiver that was out there playing in preseason. Like they didn't, or preseason week one, I should say. They weren't playing Paris Campbell and they were not playing um, Darius Slayton. And Sterling Shepard. So 
you know, those three guys didn't play. Isaiah Hodgins did play. Jalen Hyatt did play, but he's a rookie third-round pick. So I have some concerns about Isaiah Hodgins' playing time. So therefore, my projections kind of reflect that. I can be completely wrong here, so I have no idea. But I gave him 30 receptions, 291 receiving yards, and one touchdown. Once again, I just don't know about the playing time. If he plays more, he can definitely exceed these expectations and these projections, but I don't know about playing time. The Giants did make some signings. There's more competition for targets. Like last year was a great situation for him because it was Darius Slayton and like nobody else. And like Isaiah Hodgins was just the guy to be there. So he was definitely much needed last year. He's not on the biggest contract, which is also kind of concerning. It's not, like, it's not like the Giants poured in a bunch of money to this guy, so it's not like they're obligated to play him. And even last year, the Giants, in a sense, were obligated to uh, play Kenny Galladay, but they still didn't play him. So I don't think contracts matter that much with this team um, in that sense. Like, Brian Diable's going to play the guys he feels deserves the playing time. And, you know, although coaches say that, Brian Dable was being honest. Like, if you're not practicing well, if we don't like how you look, you ain't playing. I don't care how much money you make and blah, 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 where you were taken in the draft. Like, they don't care. So, for Isaiah Hodgins, like, he's fine. He's a solid receiver. He's a fine wide receiver three. Um, I just have some concerns about playing time. So, we'll see what happens with him. Jalen Hyatt. Interesting one here. So, he'll probably lead this team in yards per catch. He's not going to be, like, prime to Sean Jackson right away. But he could get to that, obviously. But in year one, I think, you know, he may start the year a bit slow, like most rookies in the middle rounds do. I gave him 34 catches, 510 receiving yards. That would be 14 yards per catch and one receiving touchdown. So I have to see it to believe it in terms of the Giants pushing the ball downfield. Like we all love to talk about the Daniel Jones deep passing season back in 2020 or 2021. Maybe it was both. But of course, in those years, the Giants did not have that many deep ball attempts. So Jones, you know, was good on the deep ball, but had basically half the attempts that most other quarterbacks had. So we got to see more of it. We got to see like, all right, can we be up there? top half even top half of the league for like average air yards per target and stuff like that like of course I always bring up that stat how Jones was dead last in the NFL last year of air yards per target average air yards per target and that was worse than like Matt Ryan which is just awful so it's not really it's not his fault it's just how the offense was ran last year they were doing a lot of just you know bootleg checkdowns to tight ends and stuff like that like the Giants didn't really have that many great receivers that were getting open downfield but I do hope and kind of believe that this year is going to be a bit different. It's not going to be a total 180, but they'll at least take more deep shots this year, I think, as compared to last year. And it's not like Brian Dable's a moron. Like, he saw what happened in Buffalo. You push the ball downfield, good things happen. He was on the sideline for that Gabe Davis game against the Chiefs, the, uh, you know, the infamous coin toss game where the Bills never got the ball in overtime. I mean, they must, you know, I think the Chiefs scored in 13 seconds that game or some crazy number like that. Like Brian Dable's seen it all. Like, he knows what an explosive passing offense does. Once again, that comes down to, like, why they picked Jalen Hyatt in the first place, probably. So I do think we'll see some more deep shots this year. It's probably not going to be top 10 in the league, but I'm hoping for, like, middle of the road, hopefully. So as I said, for guys like Wandale, Sterling Shepard, Cole Beasley, Jamison Crowder, I don't know what to expect. I really don't. So if you guys want to leave in the comments what your expectations are, it seemed like Cole Beasley was like pretty good last game in the preseason. So, you know, he might have played well there. 
But as for like Jamison Crowder, Wandale's injury, like I don't know what to expect. So we'll see what happens going forward. We got some more preseason left. At some point soon, probably in the next week or two, I definitely want to make like a Giants record prediction type video. Talk about the sleepers, the breakouts, guys I expect to have great years, guys who might have a bit of a down year. So we'll get into that stuff. Hope you guys stick around. Hope you enjoyed this video and I'll talk to you guys next time.